Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter or on the podcast app or on YouTube, make sure to follow, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, If you want to comment on these episodes, YouTube is great. Even if you don't follow me over there, go over to YouTube if you want to comment on any of these episodes. We get in a lot of conversations about stuff going on over there on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to to subscribe to my show. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices as well as everybody's names. I don't even know who half these people are. I assume everyone calls me from a fake number. They email me from a fake email. (laughs) I make a fake voice. I just want the real story. So if you want to be on the show, you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you could follow me on Instagram or Twitter and DM me there. I also have a confessions line. You could call that 24-7, the number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that anytime you want and leave like a naughty confession if you want. I change the voices there too. Just make sure you do it in a quiet place. Half the the things that come in, I can't even use them because so, the sound is so bad. I feel bad. But um, And I air those over on my Patreon. And on my Patreon, it's like a lot of fun. If you want to join my Patreon, it's $5 a month. That's the lowest tier. And for with that, you get all these episodes early and ad-free. Plus, you see pictures of like all of my guests. You're going to see pictures of my guests today. Anonymous pictures are always sexy pics. All the pics are over there on my Patreon. If you want to talk to me on the DL, but you don't want me to air it, I offer that as well. What people use that for mostly, not to just like tell me their life problems, I mean their life stories. Mostly people use that because they have like an issue or a problem that they want to talk about. It's something that like they can't talk to anyone else about it. If you want to do that, I give unprofessional advice, but I think it's good advice. I'm available for that. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, and I'll send you a link to sign up. It's $100 for 45 minutes. Uh, today is Girl Talk, and I'm talking to two different girls, Ember 
and Sadie. They are two females that I've had on before. They are both hot wives. They have slightly different stories. Both of their stories are super interested and they were interesting and they were highly downloaded. Uh, each one of them hooks up with guys while their husband knows about it in very different ways. I will put links to both of their first episodes in the description. And what we do is we talk more about their journey into hot wifing and all that kind of good stuff on this episode. First, we start off with Ember. She talks all about how, you know, she was a, a woman who, she, you know, her and her husband weren't totally vanilla, but they hadn't done anything like hot wifing before they started doing it. And really was her guy that brought it up. And she was very leery at first. And she talks a lot about how he was able to get her to do it and how they were able to go from not doing it to doing it. And she has tips for men and women, like how to bring that up, how to cross over. She talks about how she plays with guys and their rules and regulations and how she feels about it and all that kind of good stuff. And then Sadie calls in and she talks about you know, who brought up hot wifing in her situation. It was her, by the way. And you hear how and why she brought it up and how and why her husband acted the way he did when she brought it up. She talks about a recent hot story with like three guys and her guy. And there's another story with a blindfold. (laughs) She gives like a little bit of an update. And then, like I said, we talk about hot wifing with her too. So this is all talk about hot wifing. I have pictures of both of them over on my Patreon. The links to everything that I spoke about is in the description, as well as links to Sadie and Ember. So anyway, I'm going to be back on first with Ember and then from Sadie. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Hi, Ember. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. So listen, Ember, you were on my show recently. 539 is yeah. your episode. Ember is a hot wife into BBC. Okay. Now I, I know what, I mean, I know after you were on the show, you wrote to me and you were like, oh my God, I'm getting so many guys hitting me up, asking me, you know, how can I get my wife into hot wifing? And I was like, oh, that's a good topic, right? Why don't you come back on? And that's what we're going to talk about today. You're going to address all those guys and talk to all those guys as well as women. We're going to get like, we're going to talk to women too, because this is my girl talk episode, right? So I want to talk to you from that angle as well. I'll ask those questions, but you let's first get into, you know, if a guy is listening out there because he's into fucking hot wifing and he's, you know, you're his fantasy girl. How does he get his girl? I personally think it's extreme. So walk me through how you think a guy could get his girl to be down to, you know, go fuck another guy. Oh, and wait, well, I just need to say, if anyone wants to get here, you're, they have not heard Ember's episode. Go effing listen to it, because it's really good. She's got a hardcore life. She uh, <laughs> is very open about it all, so you got to listen to that first episode. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about some stuff here, but the, your whole backstory and how you became a hot wife is in that first episode. Yes, yes, absolutely. And we can totally get into that. But yeah, so I really think the first place to start is like the main part of your sexual foundation. Like, how are they right there in this moment? A lot of the people that come to me already experiment with toys and dirty talk, fantasy talk, 
um, and things like that. Um, there's quite a few of them who have brought up to me that they've brought it up to their wives and they've completely shut it down. Or yeah. it's something that their wives have said, oh, it's too good to be true. If I do that, you just want to fuck somebody else. So I don't want to do that. Um, and I totally understand that. I was in that I felt that way too. Um, it's loaded. It's loaded for two of those reasons so, that you just said. So there's one yeah. is the fact that the girl, even if she maybe, you know, she's been married to the same guy, maybe she does want another dick inside of her, you know, <laughs> but she is like, there's no way this is the first thought I think there's no way he's not going to get pissed off. You know, this is some sort of weird trap. I'm going to do it that he's going to regret it. He's going to call me a whore. And the other thing is like what you just said, which is, um, do you are you offering that up to me because you want to go fuck another girl? And maybe she's she's not into that, even though he is into it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So I really think, you know, you start with that foundation. If you're already into, I feel like if anyone's listening to this podcast, they're probably into some more kinkier stuff in their sex life or want to be, or have at least brought it up to their significant other or, but so that's what I'm going off of. Okay. I'm not basing this off of somebody who's completely vanilla because I really wouldn't say that my husband and I were ever really that because like I explained in my first episode with you, 539, um, I was I was playing with women early on in the marriage. So it wasn't really like we were super vanilla. So I don't know how to approach people who are very like conservative, if you will, and modest. So I'm going to assume most people listening here are a little on the kinkier side and know a little bit more about toys and experimenting and dirty talk. No, but I want to go back to a little bit before, just in case for those people who are vanilla and are like, fuck, I, you know, I'm not even at the place where I could get my girl to hook up with, you know, with uh, my wife to hook up with a girl. I mean, how did you, were you guys like literally straight from the get go, a very non-vanilla couple or did you were you always open I mean how did you be like how were you able to be so open about your fantasies and things that you wanted to do and how did you open up your relationship to begin with well so this is kind of a whole nother basket of worms but I've always been a very sexual being I feel like and we've always had really good communication um, like we found like what made me come like very on in our relationship. And I know for some people it takes them a little bit of time, um, you know, and all of that. So we like, we found this synchronization very quickly. It's almost like, I, I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's like we were made for each other because it just, there's never a dull moment and it's always been like fire really. Um, and so I've always been very sexual, very open and expressed like my want to be with a woman and have a pussy and eat a pussy and all of that and so um I I kind of just expressed it to him now we started dating in 2005 and I didn't start being with women until you know 2010 was when we first experimented so about you know five years but in that first few years of our marriage we had babies and they were very young obviously babies um so there wasn't even any time really at that moment in our lives to really be sexual think about that like in that sense because at that moment in time it was just about survival mode for us I was 17 when we had our first kid he was 18 and then you know 19 20 and then we had our second kid and then so I wasn't even of a legal drinking age by the time I had my second baby 
I couldn't even walk into a bar and buy a drink or go to a gas station and buy a pack of beer. But I had had two fucking kids and I was keeping them alive. But I couldn't have a drink legally. Yeah. And you might have so, so, needed a drink. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so so nothing there. There really hadn't been any wild moments. So, OK, in a sense. Yeah, you could say in a sense um, we were a little vanilla, if you will, because we were teenagers. But I, I go back to the moment where I was. 15 years old and chasing him in a lake party, I was naked and I was chasing him and trigger warning, literally trying to take this man when he was telling me to get away from him because he was in a relationship. Oh, <laughs> wait. So he was dating somebody and you were like, I, I that's my too. guy. I was too. Oh, okay. I was too, which made it even worse. Like I was being a super slut and I was only 15 years old. So mm-hmm. okay, I've always been hypersexual. I admit that. I own that. I know that. Like, and now that I've been to the doctor and been in therapy, these are things you learn about yourself, you know? And, and I am a hypersexual person and I always have been. And so when he became of illegal drinking age and we started drinking and then I was illegal drinking age and we started drinking um, more, I let out some more of my desires because I just became more inhibit uninhibited, you know? And, um, and I was just like, Hey, like, this is, this is what I like. This is what I want. And so I guess you could say I, maybe that's not healthy and I hate to say that, but it's the truth and that's what it is. And like, I will tell everybody all day. I own my story every day through and through. And it was alcohol that, that, that led me to that ability to say, Hey babe, like, this is what I want. And, and it's crazy that that is what that was. It wasn't like I was totally plastered or anything. It's not like I was blackout drunk. I was just like, I had a little bit of liquid courage and I was able to say, these are things I want. But then after I did that and we were so open with each other, like it was just easy to communicate after that. And now I I don't need anything. Like you can come home from work and I can be like, I've been talking to a new bull today and you know, or I've been doing this or doing that or whatever, you know, like it's nothing. It's literally nothing at all. Um, It's just like part of our routine now. And so I guess with that being said is if you have these desires, these fantasies, honestly, let's, let's talk about this for a second. Those fantasies are never going to change. They're never going to go away. So if you're truly with somebody who, if you can't bury them, you're always going to seek them out elsewhere. That's not healthy either. So you've got to find out whether or not this person is going to be for you or not for you, because I promise you there's somebody out there who's going to be that for you. Yeah. So here you were secretly thinking like, oh, you want to go down on girls or you're into girls. Had you ever been with any women before your husband? Um, I I had made out with a few women in high school. But nothing Um, hardcore. But nothing. Yeah, nothing hardcore. I just had always been attracted to certain women. And I, I honestly, I'd always love the taste of my own pussy. And so I had always wanted to know what other women tasted like. And that is the God honest truth. Like I had always been like, I wonder what other people taste like. Like it's, you know, like, do, do they, are they as sweet as me? Is it like, you know, like it's, it's not like a comparing thing either, but I mean, you know, to be completely honest, um, I feel like if like, I feel like we're all, we're all pretty similar unless we all pretty have the same diets. But I mean, I must hang out with awesome people. I don't know. Are you wasting money on subscriptions that you might not even know you have anymore? 
You probably are because 80% of people have subscriptions they have forgotten about, including me. I had three, okay? There was the Hulu that I only used and signed up for because I wanted to watch one show, okay? Forgot to cancel it. As well as I had like an Adobe app thing that was going on for Photoshop that I was paying $10 a month for and another photo editor app thing that I don't even remember signing up for, okay? Those were three things I found when I signed up for Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. With Rocket Money, you are going to see all of your subscriptions, the ones you know about that maybe you want to cancel as well as the ones you forgot about. And those are the ones you're definitely going to want to cancel. And if you want to cancel them, all you have to do is press a button and Rocket Money is going to take care of all of it for you. It's super easy to use. So what are you waiting for? Go get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link to sign up for Rocket Money now, no, but uh, you're just saying too much and I have to stop you so could to get more details. So like, you're like, oh, I was always into tasting my own pussy. Like, how did you know you liked the taste so, of your own pussy? So, so literally, I can remember a moment in my childhood when my mother yelled at me for humping my car seat. She looked in the back seat and yelled my real name and said, stop humping your car seat. It's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And it was in that moment I realized, like, oh, I think I have a problem. Um, I got caught in school masturbating at my desk. Um, what? It was a whole thing. My Yeah, my friend reported me to the teacher, dude. I even remember her name, but I won't give it out. Um, We'll call her Cheryl or Karen. I don't know. Yes, let's call, call her, her a Karen because she, we'll she, she snitched on you. No, she snitched on you. That's a fucking did. Karen. She, went, she was like, she was like, I think she's doing something with her hand under her desk. And I never, ever had my hand in my pants, okay? I always had it outside of my pants. I just loved to rub against myself. And, yeah, but that is um, a little inappropriate in school, okay, bitch? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Would you, like, get we... Did you do that all the time in school? Do you remember? No. No, no. It was one time. Okay. And I was totally caught. And it was totally embarrassing. And she wrote, I had a note home to my mom and all this stuff. And my mom was like, okay, that's something private. We do it in our bedrooms only. I used to get yelled at for humping myself on the couch. It was a whole thing. I was just, yeah. I've always been very hypersexual, I guess. And so I, I learned like just in at 32 years of age, I have ADHD and that contributed to a lot of my hypersexuality. And I'm like, well, it's good to know being hypersexual in a sense led me to where we are now because I I have always been comfortable touching myself, exploring myself to the point where I'm like, I wanted to explore other people's bodies and I find them completely fascinating. And it's crazy to me that I have this jealousy, like, and I don't want, like, I, I go through periods where I'm like, oh, I really want to share my husband. Like, let me inform you. You're going to be like, this is a whole other episode, Ember. Oh my God. But I have another Italian friend who I met recently who I am in love with. She's just, oh, my God, we have the most amazing time together. And I've been talking to her about maybe giving us that experience because I trust her and we're so close and I love her so much. And I just I could see doing that with her. 
When people don't remember is that from your first episode, you are a hot wife in that you go and hook up with guys. Your guy loves it, but you are not yeah. interested and you're not down for him being with women. He's okay with that. I mean, you just don't, you just can't, but you could be with women, right? That I mean, that's the it, setup. Exactly. Well, and, he, and it's not that I'm not completely interested. It's just that it's a situation for us where like we have to tread lightly in a sense where like I, I have just, he, like I, like I explained in my episode, my episode before, he's always been my constant. And like my biggest fear is like somebody coming in, falling in love with him, trying to like take him from me. And I know he would never let that happen. But my thing is, is I never want that to even be like a possibility. Listen, you don't have to apologize for it. I made a whole audiogram about poor Amanda. I had Johnny and Amanda call in and then she was like, you know, and she was another hot wife who fucked other guys. But she was like, for some reason, I don't know why I don't like my guy to like fuck other girls. And I'm just like, you're not this. Why do you feel weird about that? Why do you feel weird about that? I'm here for you. But you're even sort of like feeling bad about it I mean it's a very I think that that's more normal okay that's very normal and I'm sorry but like everyone comes shows up into a relationship or grows into a person with fucking baggage from their childhood whatever I mean who knows why that could be maybe it's triggering for you for something else you know Everyone has different things in them. So, you know, tread fucking lightly. Like, you know, just honor that part of yourself. You don't have to uh, feel bad about that or feel like there's something wrong with you because of that. That's how I feel. he says that to me. Yeah, and he says that to me all the time. And he's just like, and like like I said, like I'm always like, are you going to resent me later? And he's always, I'm always like, I'm worried you're going to resent me because I'm doing all this. And he's like, what you don't even understand is it has nothing to do with my pleasure in any of this and has everything to do with yours. When you started to tell your guy, I mean, you you start to have these fantasies about being a, with a woman. Do you tell your guy that you, you know, did you first tell him that you were into that and you guys were fantasizing about it or was the first thing like, hey, I want to go be with a woman and he was like, okay. Like, how did that conversation happen? Yeah, well, so yes, the liquid courage for one, but I don't remember exactly how the conversation arose i i do remember saying that i thought one of my girlfriends was really hot mm-hmm. and i do believe he made probably like some silly comment and i probably like fired back with another silly comment and it probably because that's normally how things work with us yeah um, and <laughs> so i manifested a bbc last night now i didn't have sex with the bbc but i'll have to tell you this story later yeah yeah, we'll end with that Um, but wait how was so did you wind up that first experience with the girl like did you wind up with that friend how did it go from fantasy to reality it went from fantasy to reality in like two weeks because we had a couple at our house and the husbands watched me and the wife together right and that was your first experience with the girl Yes, with a girl with, yeah, with with a girl in that sense, because anything before that had just been like making out and stuff. He's always watching you with girls. Is that what always happened? So, I mean, kind of, yeah. So we didn't have any experiences after that until about a year and a half later. He was deployed and he was like, oh, hey, you should see if you can find like a girlfriend. And then I did. After we talked for a bit, I made a plenty of fish account and I found a girlfriend. 
And um, we did. We made some videos for him, and that was really fun. And then I was with a girl another year after that, and then that, and then it was after that that I started seeing the men. So let's get back to the hot wifing because I know that I like meandered so many times in this podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Okay, so. Um, We were talking about how to get your wife into it. And I was saying how, like, you you know, if you've already introduced toys and dirty talk in that sense, you know, you can start in the bedroom when the moment is like the hottest and, you know, bring it up about her fucking another guy, being with another guy, seeing her pleasured by another man, how you want to watch it and see how she responds. And if she responds well and talks about wanting to be with someone else too, then I recommend approaching the conversation when you guys are not in the heat of a moment and saying, Hey, you know, like the other day when we were getting busy with it, um, I had said this and, you know, you got really into it. And I was kind of wondering if that was something that you think you would be into doing in real life, you know, because there's a whole community of people who do that. It's not abnormal, you know, and if it's something that turns us on in the bedroom, maybe we can bring it into our real life in the bedroom and make it something we do. And I mean, some people have said that they have led with that and their wives have shut it down. And in that sense, I say, honestly, then I say, just be completely open, like completely 100% open because if you've already said something and they shot it down, they've been in enough of a mental state to say that's crazy. It's never going to happen. And they're sober enough to say no way. So I say this is when you just like wave the red flag in front of the bull and you say, okay, listen, um, this is really what I want. And there are other people who do this. And I would love for you to listen to this podcast. And you know, like have them join Twitter and Reddit and see that there are other people who do it. It's not completely crazy because for me, I think I branched out the most and became even more comfortable in doing what I do after we moved to Italy here. And I joined pages like Twitter and Reddit and saw that, wow, there's a huge community of people that do this. And like, like there's so many of us and there's so many of us who post it as well. And it's not completely abnormal. And, you know, it's, it's either you're for it or you're not like, it's no different than being like, I love Mexican food and I hate Mexican food. It's no, there's a big difference. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. That's a fucking stretch. Okay. There is a big difference between what, what kind of food you like than going hooking up with a guy. What I want to say is that I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay. You know, to all, because I think, listen, I think hot wifing is an extreme. It's not something that every, like uh, most people, no, it's not ever going to become mainstream, right? But it, no. it, it's right. But I, so I'm talking for the people that are listening to this and the guy who's married to yeah. the regular girl. She might like fucking toys. She might even like eating snatch, but she might be like, no way. Those two things we talked about in the beginning, like no way I'm going to go sleep with another guy because you're either going to get mad or, you know, uh, yeah. you, you know, whatever that other thing was. I mean, how do you, how do, what did your husband do? You said you were that girl. What did your husband yeah. do for you to make you feel comfortable? People know that people do it. Okay. I, so that's not good. Yes. That doesn't sell the girl. How do you get that girl? That's like, has those fear. How do you make her not have those fear? Like, how did your husband make you feel like 
no, this is going to be totally cool. I'm down with this. And it's not going to be all these things that you're worried about. So he reassured me that it was, it was mainly all about like my pleasure and seeing me receive pleasure from somebody else and seeing my body's reactions and seeing me in the moment and, you know, like watch watching me and not anybody else receive this pleasure and hearing me. He loves, he says he loves to hear, he loves to hear me. And, and I love to have him hear me. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think expressing really why you want her to do those things. Like, is, is it the pleasure for you? Do you want it? Or, or are you, a, are you the cuck who wants to be humiliated? Are you into that? You know, and if you're into that, you need to say that, like I've expressed before, we are not into the humiliation or any of that stuff. Um, but But yeah, like it was for me, my turning point was when he said, this has nothing to do with me wanting to be with someone else. And this has everything to do with me wanting to see you receive pleasure, to watch you in the act, see you and hear you respond. And because that's what turns him on is hearing and seeing me and like we can make videos all day but like he's like he I think he's there like he's there in that moment so he like he experiences that but like he wants something that like he can replay in his ear over and over again that is like something he's never hear, heard before and and watched before and so you just have to lead with exactly why it is and and for him it's never ever ever and like i've said this a hundred times before he doesn't ever push for being with another female and i have always said oh you're gonna resent me one day blah 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 and he's like i'm not he's like i'm telling you this is literally all about your pleasure i just want to watch your pleasure like that's that that's that's his biggest thing and so ah hmm the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Yeah, I hear that all the time. I hear from the guys what they say, a lot of them. Sometimes it's a cuck situation. There's nothing wrong with that. Some guys do like that humiliation aspect or that jealousy feeling. It actually turns them on. But some guys, it's about seeing their girl as a porn star. It's like watching their girl get off. It's kind of like watching porn, but it's their girl. And it's that, that's the reason for it. That's the turn on you know, and you're here to say, like, if your guy's telling you that's what it's about, that very well could be the reason. It's not that he wants to go off. I think that's what is important for women to hear that, you know, if your guy is saying this, there are many guys that do like that. And this is the reason it is not because they want to go 
and hook up with other women. And like a big thing for me too is, is like, I feel like men who want to be with other women end up expressing, oh, we should have a threesome with a girl. I'd love to see you with a girl, blah, 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 first before they ever bring up. I feel Because I feel like girl on girl is like the baby step to yes. being with like yeah. a man, if you think about it. Totally. So I really kind of feel like if your man has never seen you with a woman even, and he is straight up just being like, hey, I want to see this. Like, no, he's serious, girl. He doesn't even care about that other female. He just wants to see you. Like, I promise. I promise. It does not matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that, uh, but I, 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 what I do find, and I've talked to a lot of guys uh, who are into this, is that a lot of guys that are into the whole hot waving thing, they don't really care about the girl on girl or they don't also, it's not so much that they want to be with another girl. Most of them don't. What they are really into is seeing their girl with a guy. That, you know, guy being with somebody else, that's a whole different couple I'm talking to. They're swingers, they're swapping, you know. But when I'm talking to uh, a lot of guys uh, who are into their girl being with another guy, it is strictly about that. They're not looking to be with women at all. I mean, that's, I, I rarely see that as a part of it, you know. I mean, not, not that they don't mind it, but it's not what they want to do. I mean, if their wife threw them a bone and said, yeah, go fuck another girl, maybe they would, but they don't have that desire. What they're, they're being fulfilled and then some by their wife going out with all these other guys, like what you do for your exactly. husband. Exactly. But what about, you just said, oh, I had the BBC and I need to tell you about that. Like I just found another guy. What were you saying? Oh my gosh. Okay. It was just really funny. Um, because I went to the grocery store yesterday and so there's this there's this guy that I've had my eye on that I've been wanting to get with for a while. Um, and I just haven't yet because just things haven't lined up. But we're planning on getting together. But anyways, um, so we're trying. But it was funny because I went to the store the other day and I wrote a list to my husband. And at the end of the list I wrote a BBC. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he was like, he was like, oh my God, you're ridiculous. And I was like, am I? And he was like, you are. It was like a joke. But then I saw that guy at the fucking store. He was on my list and he was there. No way. And I have been at that grocery store a million and 15 times since I've moved here. And I've never once seen another black man that I knew. And that day I saw him and I died. I was like, are you kidding this was yesterday. This was yesterday. But I did. I died. I was like, oh my God. But who brought up the whole BBC thing? I forget. Like, was that my like husband? Your husband. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. He did. I mean, because like, he did. when do just... you, when in your hot wifing experience did you start to feel like, okay, you know what? I get this now. Like, I get that my guy is just into me being with someone else and I could just really be into this and I don't have to worry that he's going to be freaked out. You know, how long did it take? Like, you know? Gosh, probably honestly, like six years because we just, like, we we just hit six years and here in Italy, I would say I've been pretty wild and he's been super cool with it. (laughs) But I mean, in the beginning, were you nervous to show that you really oh, liked God. it? 
you know, here you were a girl whose guy was like, I want to see you fuck other guys. I would think that a girl would be like, even the girl that's like, okay, I'm going to do it. She might be afraid to say like, oh, yes, dick was so much bigger than yours. And I loved it, even though I know because I have my callers and I know what guy like these guys, that's what they want to fucking hear. And you're like, it's almost hard to believe, you know, that your guy is going to want you to come home and say, I loved fucking somebody else, you know. Were you comfortable with that at first or did it take a little time for you to really trust that he wanted you to come home and say like, wow, that was the best fuck of my life? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Excuse me. The toxic air in Italy gives me the worst cough because I already have asthma. But anyway, I'm so sorry. That killed me. It killed me. (laughs) Go on. No, I never come home. I, I still, honestly, he still fucks me better than anybody else will ever fuck me because he knows exactly what I like every single time. Like he, it never fails. You know, I do not come with every single one of my bowls. I don't. Am I excessively wet? Absolutely. Because it's an excessively fun time, but I don't always have an orgasm with these men, but every single time my husband and I have sex, I have at least three, four, five, six, sometimes orgasms. So for me, like it's real. I've never really had like a better, a better fuck in my life. But he loves to hear, like he loves it when I come home and he's like, Did you love his big black dick? Or did you love his big dick? Or did he fuck you good? Or he really stretched you out, stuff like that. And like I love that too. And so like I came home last Friday from meeting someone and I sat on him and I was like, mm, do I feel different? Because he actually didn't know I was getting lucky that night. It was oh, actually kind of a spur uh-huh. of the moment thing. So when I came home and we did the whole reclaiming process at 5.30 in the morning, I was like, mm, does my pussy feel different? And he was like, it does. Did you get lucky? And I was like, I did. And then I told him that story. So really, I would say, I would say if I wasn't able, if I was able to get full video, I probably wouldn't be saying as much as I am now. Um, but no, but I would look, say you that just it, proved it, my point is that most guys, they do want to hear that it they was do. really they fucking do. good. I know Turn like between me and you, no, but I know between me and you, like these guys are never as good as your husband, but like your husband wouldn't yeah. mind if they were like, well, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for you to have like the best time. He's looking for a guy that's got a really he big is. dick to fuck he you. He really is. It goes against everything that we think of in a husband and wife scenario, right? But that's what's going down in a hot wife cuck scenario or hot wife stag. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, what's crazy is like, we walk out to the living room, like right now and be like, oh, one of my friends texted me and I'm going to go over to his house. And he would just be like, okay. Like, he just like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Cause I'm like, never, ever could you come out here and be like, one of our friends texted me, I'm going to her house. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know, maybe we'll get there one day. As of right now, I'm contemplating experimenting with my very good friend. And I hope we have a great time. But he has said, he has said, if anything happens, it will start with you and her. And if you decide to pull me into it, great. If not, that's fine. He's like, but whatever, whatever happens, happens. So, but no, in terms of the hot wifing stuff, really, it's just communication all the way. And if you, if you are truly a man who like needs to be a stab or needs to be cucked, like, you have to you have to find that person you have and you have to speak to your significant other because 
They're never going to know. They can't read your mind. And even though they might blow you off at first, I am here to say that I blew my husband off at first. I did. I did. And after conversation and doing some research and realizing that it's a lot more common than one would think. Now, I'm not saying it like it's not anything that's going to be mainstream, like yeah, you yeah, were yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot more common than you think. Um, and that helped you so to know that, that there were other women it did. doing it. It helped yeah. me to know that uh-huh. and it helps me to put myself out there. And I feel like it also helped me to just kind of be more open and more liberated. And honestly, it does. It makes me feel more powerful. And women who are listening, I really want you to consider this. Think of how sexy you're going to feel when your husband literally like tells you to go out and have a great time. And you're able to go out. I don't want to say able, but you go out as just what literally he tells you to be as almost a free woman. And you see how many men throw themselves at you and you realize you still have it. I'm just saying, like, a lot of us lose ourselves in our jobs, our families, our kids, our whatever, our careers, our lives, everything. And it just becomes autopilot and Groundhog Day, as my husband sometimes calls it. And this takes us out of that. Right. And it keeps us together at the same time. So, like, we're doing it apart, but we're still doing it together, if you will. Because there's there's always that reconnection. Like, it's never missing. And the connection is never even gone, if you will. Because there's always something to talk about. There's always new experiences to be had. There is a whole new entire side of your relationship waiting on the hot wife side. And if you've got a husband who is saying, I want to see you like this, and you could even possibly entertain it for a second, just try it. Because nobody's telling you that you have to do it forever. And no one's telling you you have to do it ever again. But I definitely am the type of person where you never know if you don't try. And for the guys out there afraid to talk to their wives, no is the worst thing she can say and then she can think on it you can plant the seed plant the seed and don't you think you could also like fantasize it like I think a lot of times it's really good to like you know role play that situation out a couple times and see like is it getting her really wet or if you're the girl listening is it getting you really wet you know maybe do that until you're so comfortable or so horny that you want to actually do it if you have toys like double penetration if she's into that like Okay, really? Let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> like, like, we can take it from her. there. <laughs> like, 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 talk to her and just, and if she shuts you down, do not lose hope and just keep talking and share information and, and share articles, even through text messaging. You know, if she, if she's, if, if she gets a little off standing about it or whatever, you know, send her a text message that says, Hey, I know you weren't super open to this, but I would really just love it if you would if you would just take a look at this, like that's all you have to do. Like I'm saying, if you plant the seed, just plant the seed and then you slowly water it and you have no idea what it will become. And, and here's how I see it. Some people might say, well, what if it ruins my entire relationship? Well, that's when you have to take that step back and decide, do I want to watch my wife like that more than I want to be with my wife? Or do I want to be with my wife more than I want to watch that? Right. And then you have to make that decision because you only have one life to live. And as soap opera-ish as that sounds, it's the fucking truth. And so everybody has to find their own happy. And that's 
at the end of the day, that's what it's really all about. Yeah. And now, I mean, you're at the point because you, you're, you guys have been doing this a long time. You know, I just want to get that story because you mentioned real quick, like, oh, I came home and I told my guy like this was a, it was like a hookup that happened spur of the moment. How like tell me that last experience that you had over the weekend. How does it happen spur of the moment and you like have sex with a guy and come home like just end with like a hot that hot story. So so any of the guys that I end up sleeping with are guys that I have met previously when I am out on my karaoke nights and having a great time. These are people who I, they, they're on my Snapchat. They know what I do. They know I'm a hot wife. They're not going to be stupid, filled with drama, any of that stuff. You know, like these are people who I've spoken to and I've gotten to know. Yeah. Um. I have never, other than the story I told in my last episode of my guy in Spain, I have never had a random like one night stand hookup Uh where which I didn't at least talk to the man on some form of social media or something before we got together. So it's never been I meet a guy at a bar and we sleep together. It's never, ever been that for me. It has always been. I've basically like kind of gone out and surveyed my surveyed the menu, if you will. I found who I think is attractive. I watch what they do. Are they like hitting on everybody at the bar? Because I'm not trying, I'm really not trying to be with somebody who's with everybody, Um, you know, because I am married with three kids and I have a lot of life to live and these kids are young, you know, whatever. And so anyways, um, these are people who, you know, I've spoken to. And so this man was a man that um, I had been talking to for a while and we ended up leaving the club together and, hooking up in the back of my Jeep. And so I got home and told my husband the story as soon as I like slid onto his cock. I woke him up and I was like, does it feel different? And he was like, mm, it does. <laughs> it's like, it feels used. And I was like, mm, just how you like it. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just, that was, it's like our thing. It's, it's super fun. And that's, I sometimes have experiences like that and it's great. But like I said, there are always people that, I've spoken to before because they're always they're always out on Friday nights because there's like, you know, we're overseas. So there's this club that caters to Americans and Americans put the word out to other Americans. So there's a ton of us Americans at this one club. And yeah, that's how I met these guys. And I get and to in, know them. In your relationship, you're allowed. I mean, like it's 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 completely open to the point where your guy knows you're out. He's not out with you, but you're you have free reign to hook up with Basically. a guy, right? And then you and then Basically. you tell him about it. As long as long as I tell him about it, as long as I come home and let him know like what happened. And what's funny is it actually took me about the six years to get to that point because I had never done anything like this before now. Oh really? Um, but but also also like I try to tell people I've never gone out before now either. Like I didn't go out in the States. You know, my kids are just now at the age where I can leave even if I leave at night and they're sleeping and my husband gets called into work, they're going to be fine because I have a 15 year old almost at home, you know? So it's like, I'm, we're finally at that stage in our lives. So if there's people who are like, oh, we could never do that. Well, if you have toddlers and babies, of course not. It's a lot more demanding. My kids take care of themselves now. I mean, honestly, I don't even have to get up and get them ready for school if I don't want to, but I do because I want to. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where we're finally at that point in our lives where I'm able to do that. So like every single Friday night I am out and I'm at the karaoke bar and then I'm at the club 
and basically trying to bring my husband home a story and a velvety, warm, revved up, already used engine. (laughs) Pussy. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that there's a lot of women, you know, that had... Like, there's a lot of women that had children at a very young age that didn't get a lot of that stuff that you're getting yeah. now that I, you are I allowed to do woman. this. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because, you know, here you were a girl at 17 that had it. You didn't have all that time of going out to bars and having all these guys, you know, feed your ego and tell you you're hot. Single people get that, you know, they get it out of their system, then they get married and they have it. But a lot of people who had kids or get married very young, like, they don't have a lot of that. That's why you see a lot of people older, if they got divorced, they get, you know, they start partying and they could be 50 years old. You know, at some point they want to get that fix. You know, that does help in your situation because you are like living that life that you never had because you were so young, even though you're married, you know, you're kind of having your cake and eating it too, for sure. In a sense, yeah. And that's why sometimes I feel guilty because, (laughs) but you know, my husband will tell me a hundred times over, you know, he's not even the type to go out, to go to bars, to go to parties, to go to clubs. He doesn't like crowds. He doesn't like a lot of people. He doesn't like loud music, you know, so it's not even anything he's into. And he knows that I do enjoy those things. He knows I enjoy karaoke. He knows I enjoy late nights with my girlfriends and being really crazy. And so he supports that and then also in the moment says, hey, while you're out, if you can, may as well, you know, and so it's kind of what it turned into. And and yeah, I am. I I will say I'm definitely having my cake and eating it, too, because I I do. I I have the best husband and the best family and the best kids. And then I also get to go out on the weekends and have the best individuality time and I'm able to feel like such an individual and it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. So that's what could be in it for the girl, the guy. We know what yeah. you got. We know why your and, guy's and, at and home. And what I was trying to and what I was trying to explain earlier was they don't know like if you've been in a marriage for a long time, had your babies, this and that. Like you don't know you still got it, mom. You still got it, I promise. You're going to hit the town and you're going to see it and you're almost going to get addicted to it. And I'm not trying to say I'm addicted to it, but I'm not going to lie. So I went out. I know. So lately I've been going out Friday and Saturday nights, but I didn't go out this last Saturday because I was out till six in the morning on Saturday morning. And so I was like, no, I'm staying home. I have to sleep. Everybody at the bar was asking my girlfriend where I was. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? And I'm just like, oh, my God, what? I'm like, people fucking love me. And you know what? Before this moment, I had my husband and my kids, and that was great. That was fine. That was awesome. But I also have friends and a life as a as a as an individual. And 
And for some people, they don't need that. But for me, I do because I'm outgoing. I am outspoken. I am a social butterfly. And for no, me, sitting at home. I think a lot of people, like I said, that a lot of couples and women did get married super young and they did get lost and all that stuff. And there is a part of them. I think a lot of people have that need to also be an individual and live out all that stuff. And then they don't. And that's what leads to a lot of cheating and midlife crises and, you know, stuff like that. So I think it is, you know, it's hard. I get it that if you're in a relationship, how do you feed that part of you? But if you, there is this hot wife thing going on, it is a good way for each person to, or for at least one person to be living, you know, getting that out. Your husband's happy at home, sleeping in bed, waiting for you to come home with your stories. I mean, that's, you're both living your best life, right? I mean, you're both getting exactly what you want. That is exactly it. Like, he loves it. He loves it. He will literally text me and say, okay, baby, I'm going to bed. Be safe. Right. He has no desire to be out there. No, no desire. He's totally good staying at home. And I'm just like, every time I leave, I'm like, I feel bad. Are you sure? He's like, babe, I'm fine. I promise. He's like, go have a good time. Yeah, he's probably happy. He doesn't he's that's not his thing, but he's happy that you could go out and do it. Now, give out all your links to everything. Where can people find you on Fansly and tell them what they could see over there? Okay, so my Fansly, oh, sorry about that. I moved the thing. My Fansly has like my hottest content. It has my longest videos. My Pornhub is like a sneak to my Fansly. Um, that irritates some people, but it's just kind of how it has to work. Uh, but my family has my longest videos, my hottest content, um, all kinds of stuff you can find there. My Pornhub, like I said, has sneak peeks. Um, I'm on Twitter and Reddit and Instagram as well. Bansley and all of that are all under the same handle, which is XXEmberRayXX. And then my Snapchat handle is XXEmRay, which is E-M-R-A-E. XX and um, that's only different because my first name got banned Uh, but yeah anyway so that's where everyone could find you I think it's great that you have that Pornhub that it's the so that people know what you're if you want to see what you would be getting on Fansly you're going to get like you said a sneak peek sort of a taste of what's there and the longer versions the full versions are over at your Fansly I'll put those links in the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, you're going to have to go over to a podcast app to get those links or listen to her say it one more time and write it fucking down right now. Go get yourself a pen or write get your notes up in your iPhone and give that out again, Ember, because I can't put links on YouTube. Give out your your, your handle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. So for Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, Pornhub, it's XXEM. B E R R A E X X, which is just X X Ember Ray X X. And then my Snapchat handle is um X X E M R A E X X. Uh and yeah, that's how you can find me. All right, awesome. So thanks so much for calling back in. I feel like people are gonna have even more questions. We were all over the place. I don't know how I'm gonna edit the shit out of this to make it sound like more <laughs> streamlined. I don't know, but it'll be good once it's up. Thank you so 
Thank you so much for calling in. You know, the next time I want to talk to you is when you have, when you, if you ever get to the point where you, your husband is with another girl, if that ever happens, you know, that transformation yes. will be interesting. But like I said, I don't know yes. that it necessarily has to happen, you know, if you don't feel comfortable yes. about it. But if that ever changes, let me know. Thank you so much for calling back in. My fans loved your first episode. I know they're going to love this one. Um, oh, and I, hope so. go- I hope so. Thank you. Good luck Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Ember. Thank you, Kathy. Bye. Bye. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Sadie. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Good. Thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you. I should say maybe if I'm going to be hearing a lot of like hot, hot wife stories. Everybody loves a hot wife. I got to tell you, Sadie, the hot wife, (laughs) you and your husband called in the first time. I got your whole backstory. I remember what I remember most about you was that you slept with a lot of your husband's coworkers, right? Wasn't that the case? Well, it was just that one time that we had um, had an encounter and he was basically our first um breaking us into the the lifestyle i guess you can say so to hear sadie's whole backstory i don't know why i remember so many co-workers i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was just one or did you sleep with him a lot or he just likes to you to prance well, around on my husband's side but um yes there was co-workers that i slept with that were my co-workers oh okay right so there was this co-worker yeah. thing so it was his co-workers yeah. your co-workers if you want to hear about yeah. the co-worker sex <laughs> Go listen to the first <laughs> podcast. The Sadie is a hot wife. This is Sadie is still a hot wife. You're still, you guys are still hooking up with other people, correct? Like what happened since? Or what did you want to call in to talk about? There was something about a radio show. What happened after you were on my show? Yes. After your show aired, um, well, your podcast came out, the next day our local radio station had, I guess, one of their their employees had heard your podcast And they started talking about it, about your podcast with me on it. And they were just saying that, um, because in in the episode, um, we had mentioned that I would go on drives and one of the coworkers and myself were in the back having sex and my husband was driving. Mm -hmm. So in in their, on the radio, they were saying that it was a, a cut truck. Oh, I like that term, the cuck truck. I've never heard of that. That's what they were saying on the radio station? Yes, that's what they were saying on the radio. So that was a big deal. And then a lot of people were just calling in and, um, you know, talking about that. Okay, so tell me what's happened since we last spoke. So since the last time we spoke, I had found a gentleman on Tinder and we did have a threesome with him. Um we went to his place and while we were there, you know, I was giving him oral. He was fucking me in front of JD while JD recorded. Uh, also, you know, fucking me as well. JD was fucking me and I was giving the other guy head. Um, and after that day that we had met and had sex, I want to say it was maybe two days after that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had invited him to our place, but the thing about this one was I had told him, we'll go and pick you up only because we live so close and he didn't know it. Um, I told him, we'll pick you up from your house and blindfold you when you get in the car 
and bring you back to our place and we'll have sex there and then take you back to your house. But the whole time um, we were on the way to our house, he was blindfolded the whole time and I was giving him oral um, all the way, all the way to, you know, to our place. Um, once we got to our place, um, we walked him out and it was kind of weird because he was blindfolded the oh whole time. Oh my God. This is where I'm always <laughs> injecting myself into the story. I want to be like your neighbor just accidentally right. looking out the window at the same time that this guy's walking out of the car and I see this couple. I would be like, what the fuck is going on there? Oh my God. Yeah. So the whole time he was blindfolded. So I had to help him out of the car and um, walk him, you know, to the door. Once he got inside, then we took off his blindfold and he was just like, wow, that was that was amazing. I've never done that before. And so he was already turned on. He was already hard by the time we got inside. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we had we had sex. You know, he he fucked me in front of JD. JD fucked me in front of him. Um, he gave me head. I gave him head. And then once we were done there, uh, we blindfolded him again. And we took him out of the house and took him back home. But it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it People was are so, so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was different. I mean, but it was. It was exciting at the same time. Um, and he enjoyed it. Um, and then when we, you know, got close to his house, we let him get him uh, unblind. He uh, he took the blindfolds off, but. It was just uh, something different. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Where do you find guys to play with, typically, you and your guy? Uh, typically on Tinder or Double List. Wait, I want to get some. I'm going to get some uh, Tinder and Double List stories of some more threesomes that you have had. But I do want to talk about, because I do know that this happened since my show, that, uh, listen, when you came out to Sadie is a Hot Wife, your first episode, people effing loved you because of all the co-worker sex, the driving around, all that shit, right? People mm -hmm. were totally into it. The guys were down. And you got hit up by a lot of my listeners, like a lot of people do, especially because you were able, you know, people could contact you. Now, I do know that there is one person that contacted you that you have wound up in a very interesting situation ship with him. Tell them that story, please. Yes. So um, I had had a lot of um, people message me on Twitter saying they, they're, they listen to your show and that's how they found me and um, they enjoy the show. And um, this one gentleman, he's very generous. And um, of course, I'm not going to give his name, of but course not, he, no. <laughs> he, um, he loved the way I sound. He, you know, he asked me, Hey, is it, is it okay if I message you? Can we talk over the phone? You know, after I got to, um, know him a little bit by going back and forth with the emails um we end up talking over the phone and um texting and that that's basically what i do i just call him text him um i'll send him pictures every every now and then um but he is very generous so what you're saying is that he pays you for these pictures and stuff um yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, listen, this is all on the DL and everyone's anonymous. Be fucking direct. Okay. Don't put uh, no blindfolds here. Okay. I want the truth. Just <laughs> tell me. So he's paying you for this, like the stuff that you're sending him. 
Yes. Okay, I need prices. I just need to know. I like that kind of information. <laughs> like what um, are like what kind of money are we talking about? Well, uh I I can't count how much he sent me already, honestly. Um he there's not basically a price on per picture or yeah, text yeah, yeah. I got it, yeah. Or phone call, but he'll send me uh like one fifty a you know, a week or he'll send me 150, you know, just to call him or um, it, there's not really a price tag. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this ongoing for how long since you aired? Yeah, basically since since the show aired. Yeah, uh, I've been talking to him. I still talk to him. So, um, yeah. Now, are you having like phone sex with him? Um, yes, I would say because he talks about the show. He talks about how, um, he would like to meet up with me one day. I mean, have you ever seen him? Do you ever do any kind of like FaceTiming or camming? Um, he, he sends me pictures of himself. Um, not, um, you know, not sexual pictures or anything like that. He just sends me face pictures, but, um, yeah, I, I would, I would I would meet up with him if he was here. Yes. You would be down to see him in person. Now, what happens if other guys are listening to this part two, Sadie, and they want to get in on the action? You're available for phone sex. <laughs> right. I'm available for phone sex. Um, actually, what I had mentioned to JD was that I actually wanted to meet a local here and have like a regular because um, I really don't have anybody now at this moment but um you know everybody is always different some people say that they want to do the threesome and and that's the only way i do it is with jd there mm -hmm. whether he's um gonna be involved or whether he's just watching yeah. or because because i like to be filmed I like to be recorded. I like to have pictures of myself with mm -hmm. other men. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of people, they get nervous um, when we're in the act, I guess you can say. Um, a lot of people don't realize, you know, uh, how uncomfortable they feel until it's happening, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? Like you've had some yeah. guys like chicken out in the middle of it or weirded yeah. out? Yeah. Can't perform? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they say they can. And then sometimes they'll just like, okay, I, I, I thought I was going to be comfortable with it, but I can't. Mm -hmm. So some, some people just um, ask to not have my husband in the room sometimes. And I'm like, okay, well, then that's my cue to leave, you know, or, you know, sometimes my husband will walk out of the room and let us finish. It depends how I feel on that person. Right. Uh-huh. And so do you, do you, are you like super picky when it comes to the guy? Uh, I'm pretty picky. Um, the only thing that I guess kills the mood is if the guy can't keep it up. Um, I'm really, the face part doesn't really bother me. The body part don't bother me. Um, the type of body part doesn't bother me. Um, it's just the guys that, you know, can keep it up. That's when, uh, a lot of guys, they, they, they talk a lot. They like to say, yeah, I can do it, you know, over phone calls or cause you know, when I do meet guys on Twitter or, you know, Tinder or, um, double list, double list, um, 
of course, I voice verify because a lot of people think, you know, it's a scam or it's a guy or whatever. So sometimes I do FaceTime these people, mm-hmm. you know, to, to show them I'm real, to yeah. show them, you know, I'm a woman. Um, and a lot of times the guys will um, be okay, right, after after I voice verify. And then when it comes down to it, it's just like they get nervous or, you know, I, I don't know. And you never have any regulars? Like you don't have any regulars at all ever? And you want that? Right. So I had a couple, but um, like the coworkers I had, but um, I had to move jobs. So I don't have anyone anymore. I, I kind of want to have a regular where I can just like call them up or, you know, every week, every other week or, or I really don't know how it's going to happen, but it's hard to find a regular I guess that's. I guess there's a lot of things that have to fall into place for someone to be a regular. It's hard even for a, a a single girl to find a regular booty call guy. I mean, I think you need like a lot of people to have like regular that kind of regular action if that's what you're looking for a side piece, you know, because one right. person can never be that if they're not available. So if you're looking for extra dick on the side, you probably need like four, three regulars <laughs> to have a regular <laughs> schedule. You know what I mean? It's serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So wait, so now since this is going to be like for my, I'm going to do like a girl talk and you're going to be talking about hot wifing. I mean, how did your husband get you down to do this? Or was it your idea? I forget. It was actually my idea to bring another guy into the the now, bedroom. How do you bring that up? So this is interesting. So I'm going to put Ember's episode first because she's going to be talking about how she was talked into it by her husband. Her guy brought it up first. Now, how did you bring that up to your husband? Because that's like, a that's crazy. Yeah. So I just told him, you know, when we were one day, we were, um, you know, having sex. And I had mentioned to him, like, I had a fantasy. Um, while we were having sex, I let him know that um, I, I wouldn't, I mean, not that I wouldn't, but um, that I, I wanted to have another guy please me in front of him. And um, after we had sex and, you know, all of that, um, we end up talking about it, you know, having a conversation about it after. But um, I just let him know how I really get turned on thinking about someone else pleasing me in front of him or with him. Yeah, but he didn't freak out. I mean, how comfortable were you telling how were why were you so comfortable just putting that out there? I don't know. I just think telling someone that you're dating or in love with or married to like, hey, I want I want to fuck other people is a hard sell. Like what made you feel like you could put that out on the table and your husband would be down with it? Um, I just we had, you know, talked about fantasies before. Mm-hmm. So Um, I guess that's why I was comfortable talking about it. Um, We are very open with each other. And um, no matter if it's sex or not, I mean, we just we're always open with each other. So I guess that's why I wasn't. Um, no, that, that's important. Yeah, no, no, that's important to, to, you know, because if you don't put that into the story, then it just seems like what I said, you know, so here you were a couple that was just very, always very open about what you were into all the dirty stuff. I mean, it was always on the table across the board in every part of your relationship with your guy. Right. So you were comfortable and felt like you could tell him that and that he wouldn't freak out because you had told him all other kinds of crazy things that you were into, right? I'm I'm assuming all your fantasies were out there. 
Yes, that's right. And then was he down with it? Like, was he like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see you with another guy? Or did he have to, did it take time for him to convince him into it? He was okay with it. I mean, he he had mentioned that it was a turn on for him to see me with another guy. Um, so it, it wasn't a problem. Oh, okay. So you knew already that he was turned on by that. And it was all, so it was like fantasy talk. That was like what helped you guys make it a reality. It started with fantasy talk and role playing. Right. And now, do you feel like you could ever, I mean, because what happens when you open up that door, Sadie? Here you are, a girl who's, I know a lot of your hot stories, and right now you don't have a guy in rotation. So, like, are you missing that side, Dick? Like, could you ever go back to just having your husband, or do you feel like you would always need multiple guys to satisfy you because now that's what you have? Um, honestly, I think that my husband and I's sexual, um, relationship is it's fantastic i don't need the other guys so yeah. i mean yes it, it is you know exciting when when i do do it um but i don't think i need the other guy no yeah that's interesting because i feel like maybe somebody would think that like i did you know but for you you're like no way your sex life with your husband is the best and i think amber stated that too at the end of the day nobody gets her off like her guy her husband is that the same for you Yes, that is. So your guy is like the end all be all and then you guys are just and and I'm assuming because I've heard it from many couples that invite other people into the bedroom that the sex between the two of you after that other sex is over is supercharged and even hotter because of that. Not, you know, right. It adds to your right. sex life. Yes, it does. Um, after after we have a threesome, you know, it, it's not like our sex session, I guess you want to say, is over after they leave. Um, because we, of course, I am way turned on uh, what you want to say. Um, so we do end up having our own sex time after the fact. Right, right. So any, we want to end on any like really hot story that you had recently that I don't know about that wasn't talked about on the first episode? Do you have one? Um, that stands see. out. It's out. Um, yeah, there's there's actually one night that, um, of course, I had been messaging a couple of guys, and it's funny how you said you have to have like three guys in rotation. I just have well, one. This, yeah. <laughs> well, this one night actually, it, it was three guys, and it wasn't like all at the same time. Um, it was, let's say. Um, one guy had message and it was just random, you know, they message, Hey, you want to meet up? Um, yes. So we ended up inviting them over to my, my place and I had sex with one guy and then, um, you know, we finished up and he left Well, then another guy messaged that same night. So I ended up doing it with that other guy as well. So I had had sex with three guys in one night and none of them of course knew, but my husband knew because he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you love that? It, it was just, it was very exciting. It was different because I had never done that before mm -hmm. with three guys in one night. But yeah, it was very exciting. Would you ever do or, or have you ever done two guys and your husband at the same time? Or has it always been just one other guy? No, I have not done that. It's always just been one other guy. Do you have that as a fantasy at all? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think I would want two other guys. Right, right, and right. And my husband. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so that's your thing. You like threesomes. You're into hot wifing. You were the one that brought it up, which I think is super interesting. That's why you'll make a good pair with Ember. It's going to be girl talk hot wifing. I, <laughs> I think it's super interesting. What I love most about this story is the guy from my show that's paying your bills. I love that I could help you out, Sadie, in a weird way. I, I have helped you. <laughs> You know, I mean, and if anyone else wants to talk to Sadie, you do have like to now I know you got like thrown off of Twitter. Your Twitter account got deleted or something. Are you back up on there? Right. So I do have an I made another Twitter, um, but I would have to send you the information. I don't have that okay, on the so, top of my head. Okay, send me the information and I'll I'll put it out there and uh tell everybody where they could find you. Send me some pics for my Patreon because my Patreon members loved your last pic. Send me some new pics for them. That would be great. And thanks for calling in and telling me your little update. I'll I'll oh. I'll give a shout out to your Twitter too. Okay, so send me that okay. information. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Sadie. Bye. Bye-bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, 
Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.